Schengen, thank you very much, giving the overview of the book. Now we will have several authors presenting from their chapters and reflecting on them. The first speaker we have now is Marie Ruel. Marie is the director of the Poverty, Health, and Nutrition Division at IFPRI. Welcome, Marie. So I've been asked to uh, talk about the chapter uh, that um, I authored, co-authored in the, in the book, which is about agriculture and nutrition programs, what we have learned. So this uh, chapter was based on a literature review that we concluded in 2017, uh, which was looking at recent um, evidence of the impact of, of uh, agricultural programs on nutrition and using the new studies that have come out, because there's been a lot of uh, other uh, reviews that have been done in the, between 2000 and 2013, um, but uh, there was a lot of new studies between 2013 and 17, so we decided to go back and look at the evidence again, but with uh, stronger studies. So I just wanted to make sure that we all agree on what uh, we're talking about here, the programs, because this is really very different from agricultural policy or large investments in agriculture. It's the kind of small programs that people uh, implement, governments implement, or um, uh, NGOs, um, non-governmental organizations, local or international implement and target the poor, poor household, poor farmers, the ones that don't necessarily have access to uh, the innovation and, and large investments that happen in agriculture. So what these programs do, uh, so they focus usually on trying to improve the nutritional status of young children and of m women. They focus often on what we refer to as the first thousand days uh, and uh, sometimes they, they focus on other members of the household, but really they've been recently uh, trying to focus more on the first thousand days because they want to improve nutritional status. And I think the world has un understood now that we need to focus on the first thousand days as a priority if we want to reduce stunting. Um, the package of intervention usually in includes an agriculture intervention, which is often, and if not always, promoting production diversity. So the assumption is that people just don't have enough nutri nutrient-rich foods in their diet, so if they produce it, they will be able to consume it, improving their access and their intake of these kinds of foods. So you think of, of vegetables and, and sometimes small animals or uh, other type of livestock. A second type of intervention is behavior change communication. In order to meet the objectives of improving nutrition, you need the behavior change communication. Uh, so you want to increase the intake of nutritious food by the families who are producing them. And you want to improve also their practices related to nutrition, health, and sanitation and hygiene in order to achieve nutrition outcomes. And um, most of these programs also have a women's empowerment set of activities. This is the example from Helen Keller. I have to say not all programs are that well designed. There's, also, there's a lot of vari variety. But Ellen Keller developed this model, and many have used it, and Ellen Keller itself has really refined it over time um, and has a strong model. Now the question of whether the, these programs are implemented properly is another thing, but the design is good. So as I said, we, uh, we, looked at, we did this review uh, and, and published it in 2018, and then we have uh, a shorter version in the book. Um, and so we found, to our great surprise actually, 45 new papers between 2014 and 2017. Uh, 17 were from impact evaluations, 
And the, the, the hidden part, the 28 from association studies, I will not talk about today, but that's a lot of studies on, on, um, on looking at associations between different agricultural practices and, and nutrition outcomes. Uh, in the 17 evaluation studies, there were different types, as I said. Some were biofortification specific, others were the homestead food production, home garden that I explained, uh, for which I explained the model. Some had livestock, and some, one was value chain, and one was irrigation. So what are the results? Um, well, we find that certainly nutrition-sensitive agriculture programs work. They do improve a lot of things. Uh, especially now, the new wave of studies that we reviewed were all programs that were a lot more thoughtful about whether or not they wanted to improve nutrition and how. So I think we had impacts before in terms of uh, making sure that programs are not just implemented as agriculture program and they expect a miracle impact on nutrition. No, now the programs were thought through, well-designed, well-targeted if they wanted impacts on stunting, well implemented, then yes or no, we don't really have all the information about how they were implemented, but they were definitely better evaluated than the programs that had been reviewed in, in previous reviews in the 2000 decade. Um, so the evaluations were more rigorous. They were using many more um, outcomes. They were looking at outcomes along the pathways of impact to nutrition, and so there's a lot more information. So the findings are that Indeed, these programs, these programs have an impact on household level food security, on access as, as intended, on access to more nutritious food and better diets. Um, there's demonstrated impact on diet diversity of mothers and children. When it was looked at, it was usually statistically significant. There are impacts on micronutrient intakes through more nutritious food being available and accessible. Impacts on sometimes micronutrient status not everybody looked at that. This is more invasive. You need to have some blood tests done for that. Uh, there were also impacts on knowledge and practices following the, the behavior change um, communication interventions. And all of these things were much stronger. The impacts were much stronger when you saw the best programs that had the behavior change communication intervention, that had the women targeting women and also having uh, actions to empower women but also when they had a wash component, a water and sanitation and hygiene component, and when they offered micronutrient fortified products using the agriculture intervention as a platform to distribute those to either the children or the mothers. So you can see all that it takes to improve nutrition, as, as Schengen mentioned, the multisectorality of improving nutrition and especially stunting nutrition in young children. On the other hand, we found that there was, when you put all of those eggs in this basket and, and you end up having some impacts on stunting, but most studies actually did not have an impact on childhood stunting. Even those that were well-designed and that had a good evaluation with enough, large enough sample size, which was an issue in previous studies, it just wasn't there. Um, so, the, so I'm getting now to the, 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 the punchline of, of our reflections. Are programs becoming too complex? If we, ha if we really insist on improving stunting, are we going to have to do all of the things that are in my bullet too in order to, or, and, and bundle it all up in an agriculture program? Otherwise, we won't have that impact. Why, why do we want agriculture absolutely to be responsible for reducing stunting is the big question. Um, so we recommend that agriculture does something else. We recommend that agriculture moves away from trying to focus only on reducing stunting, 
but focuses on what they're really good at, which is to improve diet, improve availability and access of, of, of nutrient-rich foods, improve the diet, and improve the diets not just of the mother and the child, but improve the diets of every member of the household. None of the other members of the household were measured. Like, what's the diversity of an adolescent girl in a household that received this intervention? No information. Um, and actually, we see that the mothers benefit a lot in terms their diets improve a lot. So why not uh, make that these uh, make agriculture responsible for improving the quality of diets? The other point that um, we saw from both the, the, the association studies and the intervention studies was the fact that each program had to take into consideration the context in which it was implemented. There is a lot of diversity in context, and the impact, therefore, uh, will depend on, on the gender issues that are, that are in, in a certain environment, on the market availability. And so this is another important uh, conclusion from us, the importance of considering context when you design these programs. Thank you.